Hi, Emory listeners. And hi, Kyle. Hi, Megan. I'm nervous. Ugh, I haven't felt nervous recording in a while. Um, how are you feeling? Little butterflies mm-hmm. in my my belly. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, it's I want I've wanted to record, and uh, yeah, I want to. I also wanted us to have, to be ready to record, yeah, and I too. feel like we we've had a lot of processing the last few days, and. Yeah, and in many ways, I want to capture that. I want to capture it for the Amory community, but also for us. Yeah, you know, this podcast over the last few years has been a way that we've processed and captured different moments in our life. And you know, as we're going through, we don't know the next moment that we're going to have. Um, so there's always just this level of uncertainty. But looking back, I'm so glad that we captured all these moments. And they're so just, thank you. They're just, just moments. moments in time. That's it. This is a moment in time. Okay, Emory listeners, um, why is this moment in time so significant? Uh, we are currently in Oregon. We're in this cute little Airbnb. I have come to visit you where you've been living for the last six weeks-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And big news, drum roll, you've decided to stay in Oregon to live here. And I'm in Costa Rica still. So that's a big adjustment to our to our partnership. Huge. There's a lot of other things happening as well. So I'm, this is the episode where we unpack a lot of that. I'm really grateful that we've gone through all of the emotional processing over the last couple of days. Like, I was not ready to record this until now, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind recording things as they're fresh, but not like ridiculously raw. And I feel like it has been pretty raw. And now we're seeing a path forward. So now it feels like a good, a good spot to document yeah it's been an emotional (laughs) last few months for me you know i think when i look at my own emotional process i (laughs) i start things early i start Mm -hmm. things before they happen i anticipate change and you know i've been anticipating that i would leave costa rica um at some point probably for the last year and a half Mm -hmm. and i know we've talked a little bit about that but I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know who I was going to be with. I didn't know a lot of things. And that uncertainty really took a toll on me or was hard on me um, because why? Why has it been hard? Mm. So many things. I have grown to depend on you. Um for a lot of things, for feeling handsome and valuable mm-hmm. and seen and loved. And, you know, Costa Rica for me has been a lot of loneliness. Um, I, I've struggled to make friends and community there. And that's just been personal for me. You know, like Marty hasn't had that experience. And, um, yeah, and also, you know, you haven't as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've you've done a lot to connect yourself and be a part of the community. And for me, it just, it wasn't a fit. And mm-hmm. I think that was what I I realized over time and that, that I knew there was something else for me. There was, and that's kind of what's been unfolding in Oregon, which was, you know, serendipitously and a quick kind of side tangent of, because I started a men's group 
I am in Oregon. That mm-hmm. to me, those two things are very a very important link, because I started a men's group to really heal my wounds with men, mm-hmm. Marty and other men, uh, especially that I've had challenges with in polyamorous mm-hmm. dynamics. And the beautiful part is that that brought me to Oregon. Then I stumbled into community here. I stumbled into a place that I fit in without trying. I fit in without effort. I plugged into something that already existed. And that felt really good. And it just kept calling me back. And now I'm here. And it was really hard to make that leap because it brought up so much for me. It brought up so much of my own, call it, um, attachment wounds, mm-hmm. call it a fear of abandonment, um, call it, yeah, fear of change and uncertainty. It, it walked me right into some some dark things that were my fears and, and you know, if anyone knows me from how many years of this podcast, you know, my fears are the things that I go towards and I needed to go towards this. I needed to, the only way was through. And when I moved here, like just six weeks ago, I really confronted a lot of my own darkness, my own shadows, my own fears. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that I feel like I've come through it. Mm-hmm. But there was a very reactive time where I, I felt like I was, like it was like in my pain body, uh, in that traumatized state, in that fear state, my body was constricting. And I, you know, I called you, I reached out to you and I, I told you that I needed to come back and and I know that was confusing and hard on you but um after well, I think there of, were yeah. two things you know there was there was you in that dark state and I don't experience you there I don't I think that might have been the first time that I've seen you that that dark and that disoriented and um I remember that call I know you said you've kind of forgotten a lot of that call um which makes sense but i remember just being so present with you to say like i love you i love you no matter what i love you the love is there the love is not going anywhere where we live what like all of that other stuff that's those are the things that change but the love is always there and i just felt so in my heart and i'm i'm really glad it was a quick turnaround for you it really was um and i know you reached out to marty as well during that time and you sought support and Mm -hmm. i think i want to honor that because how many people listening have gone through those dark nights of the soul and just hit that rock bottom and we need community we need people around us to be like hey like you're okay i know that you feel alone and that it's painful and you're going through a change and there's an identity death happening and it's you know i'm still here yeah. <laughs> so i want to honor you for going to that place in you being able to let go of some things um I, I saw you, I see you now as going through an identity death then, um, connected to me, connected to us, connected to Costa Rica, connected to all of the things that you've known like that. And I think when our ego dies in those moments, like that's how we know ourselves. And so it truly does feel like a death. It feels like some part of us is breaking and, and then there's always another side. And I think I just want to take a pause to really recognize those moments because there are a lot of people that I think when we get so attached to our ego, we think that, you know, 
we need to go. It's not. It's like part of us needs to break down. Mm -hmm. Part of us. And that's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. And people aren't alone, you know, in going through that phase. But Yeah, and I think I was I was in you know, in a very compromised state, in a very emotional state. And in that state, I realized I could only see binary. You mm -hmm. know, I could only see like all or nothing with you. I couldn't see that we could find the nuance mm -hmm. and find some new structure that would work that would be me in Oregon and you in Costa Rica and that we could still love each other. We could still see each other enough and yeah, have just continue to grow our relationship and continue to have our relationship and for that to continue to, to work. I mm. couldn't see that in that moment. And which is why you were <clears throat> reactionary. Which is to why say, I Hey, I'm going to come back. I love you so much. I'm going to come back. And yeah. yeah, but that was giving up on yourself and your needs and what you wanted, right. which is community and a different, like to be seen in a different place. And I feel like mm -hmm. we do that. Like we, we all do that mm -hmm. every day. We, we step into this possibility and it's scary and there's a transition and it's easier to go back. Mm -hmm. It's easier to, to run back to what we know uh, when things get scary, when things are uncertain. But that, all, that, that thing that we already know, there's a reason why we left. You mm -hmm. know, there's a reason. And I, I talked about those reasons, but I know that this is the, this is the place for me, the place for my growth. Uh, and I talk about life in chapters because it helps me manage mm -hmm. like the all of it and how to think about it in more of a near term because I can be really futuristic and pull me out of the present. And I think that's, yeah, for me, there are things that are happening in this chapter. You know, I did meet someone and that's another big part of what what's unfolding. Mm -hmm. And I use that word as if you surrender into the unknown and you really listen to like the wind and the current of <laughs> where is this taking me, there's an unfolding that's happening in, in your life. It's happening in all of our lives. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a path or probably many paths that will be wonderful and beautiful for you. That's, that's laid out for you to choose mm -hmm. and for you to lean into. And, and sometimes that, that path will be, healing and it will be painful and you'll be confronting your fears and you'll be confronting things that aren't working um past stuff and i think that's been a lot of what the last five years has been for me it's been building me into a place where i i could be a really powerful partner to someone that wants to build a life with me and i've been really building towards that and mm -hmm. i've been building that with you through you, together with you, and you've been incredible to be so selfless in that, knowing that one day I may connect with someone else yeah. and that may change our relationship. And I've known that. I've known that. And this is the paradox of love. Mm. <laughs> it's like I'm, I, I've known that and I've known it couldn't be me, that it wasn't me. And to sit with that love of you and holding that pain of I don't meet the needs, um, and especially as our relationship has progressed, because we didn't, you didn't start here. No. <laughs> I don't, you didn't start with the capacity of partnership. Um, that has been built and grown and your heart has opened up throughout this process and your needs have changed. 
And we've, we've tried to document that. I mean, I think even a year ago in January, maybe more than that, a year and a half ago, we started to notice like, oh, you, you are identifying some needs that I'm not meeting and I'm not, and that's okay. I think for me, what I've had to work through is just that level of acceptance of, and it's freeing too. Honestly, it's really freeing. And although this is sad, we've definitely worked through grieving and sadness and anger of mm. these changes. And, and on the other side of that, honestly, I'm experiencing happiness for you and happiness for me and some relief because it was those pain points of, I see you suffering in your need for a more constant partnership for someone that could be there day, day to day and that you could live with. And, and, and knowing like I want to do, wanted to do everything I could to meet your needs and I couldn't meet that one. And that was our experience in Costa Rica. And I think that that was part of the loneliness that you felt. And, and I'm excited for you. I truly am for you moving to Oregon, for you having a community of people that see you and that, that you see for the men's work that you're starting and for this new relationship that you're leaning into. And I know how much work it has taken you to even get to that. I know that you didn't, you know, you met her a couple months back and it wasn't, it, you know, I've seen you going through that process of, <laughs> you know, putting out the strong arm, like, no, 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 not you, not you, not you to, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. You. Yeah. That's a big, that's a lot of fear to work through. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this, this process of connecting with someone new, it, it teaches you so much. And for me, even now after you know 38 years of life and many many people that I've dated the awareness I have now to see that you know I've been I've been relating to love as needing to be hard I've been relating to you know wanting to have to like really chase someone and pursue mm. and you know that that needs to be a part of the 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 recipe of of a relationship and that actually caused me to not receive love when it just arrives and and to make that like not not the thing that I yeah that not the thing that I'm ready for or expecting or mm. or worth you know or worth and I think that was what this woman brought into me to, into my life was this just massive love for me and seeing of me and choosing me in a way that I I I'm still processing mm -hmm. the yeah the choices that she's made to to be in my life and to accept that to accept that I'm worthy of that and that I can also return the partnership and the love and the commitment that um yeah like just that I'm ready for that yeah. you know there's been a lot of fear and and all this to me is connected to my issues with attachment you know and that goes back to childhood and that goes back to things that I I haven't integrated until recently and I think you know quick story is like you know my <laughs> it's always hard to talk about family <laughs> my mom is my hero my mom is my idol mm. makes me emotional to talk about because she's so many things to me and and we have this karmic bond with each other and it's been so challenging and so beautiful at the same time and um you know we share similar wounds we share the struggle of being the oldest child um becoming an adult as a kid 
and um, having really big emotions and care for other people, being really sensitive. And um, yeah, and there, and my mom, you know, is a super mom. She's a super woman. She, she was becoming a doctor when I was born. And, you know, there's, when I look back, I just, I see that that impacted me. Mm. There's nobody, nobody did anything wrong. Um, she did what she needed to do. And, and I'm, I am who I am for it. Like that's, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's the story. Um, but I think what I've realized is that there was a pain in my body and a, and a challenge with connection and attachment that I, that I have, have had my whole life. And that attachment is like fear, fear to attach. But then this loneliness and this, and this lack that I, that I feel when I'm disconnected, when I'm not attached, um, when I'm, yeah, when I'm distant and, you know, people don't experience me as this now, but it's an underlying undercurrent for me. That's this fear to connect, this fear of abandonment. And it's something that I've really started to work on deeply the last few months, whatever, um, this last year. And just confronting my story and, and the pain that I feel in my body when I leave you sometimes is the pain that I felt when my mom would leave for work when I was little. And uh, it's like the same pain, but to mm. like find that pain again and to connect it to, to know where it came from and, and to like nurture that little boy, Kyle, mm. that's my practice now. And, you know, I've, I start my day sometimes where I, I know I've had dreams that have brought up that pain. And, and I just like, I just hold myself and hold that inner child and, it's been getting a lot better. It's been getting a lot better. Just my approach to to like nurturing and, and soothing myself in that pain. <clears throat> Kyle, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. I don't think I've heard you talk about mm. that and your mom in that way. And I that's how I can tell you're shifting because your your narrative, your framing of you and your past is shifting. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful to witness. I've gotten to see you over five years and see these changes. Yeah. And I see you as someone that is so strong and has this huge heart. And you're doing this incredible work. And I think leading in a way that is so inspirational. Thank yeah. you, love. I'm excited for you. Yeah, yeah. I should also mention, I, I know this new, this new person in your yeah. life. And I think she's incredible. And I think I can see, I can see the connection. I can see what's possible. Um, I also, you know, I'm working through my, um, oh, what is it that I'm working through? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have to I'm, chisel away to get mm -hmm. down to it with you. Yeah, I think I'm working through the, the wall of denial and positivity that I keep up around myself to not have to deal with some pain that arises. And that's just been my coping mechanism ever since I was young. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna ignore the other stuff and I don't do it consciously. I really don't. And luckily we had a, re a really beautiful slash ugly breakthrough of all the shit, all the <laughs> shit that I needed to say and get out. <laughs> that was very angry and very mean and sad and hurt. And I think that, you know, I've been calling it my pain body. Thanks, Eckhart Tolle. Um, I think connecting with that pain body, shadow, whatever we want to call it, 
is so important. And I see that as one of my practices that I, I want to and need to lean into, which is, um, yeah, recognizing the parts of me that I don't want to share with anyone. And I'm sure people that have listened on here are like, yeah, duh, Megan, we know that. Like you're, <laughs> you're always super positive and you never want to talk about you having judging thoughts or, you know, shit talking anybody or admitting hard things. I'm like, yeah, I know everybody else can see that shadow of me. And I, I, it's time for me to recognize and step into that a little bit more and embrace my humanity, embrace like, embrace the, the part of me that I just, um, I don't want to share. And I think it's because it could be because of a lot of things. I think as women, we're trained to be nice, nice and not to express anger, not to like, I, I think a lot of us go through life and be like, I don't judge. Have an opinion. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, actually have an opinion. Yeah. And I'm connecting to my truth on a level right now that's actually like fun to play with. Yesterday, you and I were like roasting each other in a really beautiful way. <laughs> that's very new. Very... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but in this loving way. And I told you I want to work on that muscle. I want to mm -hmm. work on that muscle of me admitting stuff um, about myself because I think that's the next level of self-acceptance. Mm. Yeah, I do have these thoughts. Yeah, I do have this, this knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, I just... I. And then realizing that as much as I can own and accept about myself, no one could use that against me if I accept it of me to be like, yeah, I totally do that. Yeah, I am that way. Yep, totally had that thought. Um, in many ways, that's actually the side of me that Marty brings out. Mm -hmm. And because he is so unfiltered. And I think that's that's part that I know I need and I want in my life. And it's so hard for me to accept. And sometimes when I get really judgy of that part, I push against it even more. And I judge people that are that open or that free. And um, yeah, it's part of me that's like, I want to be like that. So yesterday was really fun after you and I got through this very emotional breakthrough the night before of just being able to to roast each other a little bit and play with it and have fun. And I'm seeing a whole new level of, of me personally, of, of us. Um, I think back to that binary thought that you had when you're in your dark place it is really easy to slip into that binary view of all or nothing. And I think the challenge that this relationship structure takes, and I think even the life that we have ahead of us, is this uh, us personally and us, you know, as humanity, is being in this space of holding the paradox of multidimensional emotions, of recognizing that it's not all or nothing, it is everything, you know, everything everywhere all at once. It is all of it. And that is the spec that is love, you know, and I, I realize that my capacity to love, just love in general, what, whatever that word is, whatever that concept is it, is, it is directly correlated and connected to my ability to hold and be with pain, to hold and be with joy. You know, it's not, it's not one or the other, it's all of it. And yeah, I feel like my heart's expanding and this relationship continues to challenge me in, can I keep that? You know, it's like, I know it in my head and I know that I will always love you. And the challenge is, okay, I know I will always love you. This, now this, <laughs> yeah. now this. And being with that now this, knowing, okay, we're gonna be farther away from each other. You're gonna be exploring a new partnership and, and relationship that I wanna make room for. And I don't wanna do my default, which is, oh, I see you, I'm gonna make room for you. I don't need anything, I'm fine. I'm just gonna not say what I need. I'm gonna not recognize what it is that I need. And then I'm gonna go take actions unconsciously uh, to meet those needs that I'm not recognizing. So that is my pattern and I'm saying it out loud so that I call myself <laughs> on it. <laughs>
and because I want to break it. I want to be like, oh, I'm allowed to feel hurt or feel like I need something now. Um, and to request time in person with you. Um, I'm excited about that, about traveling and meeting up in different places together and having these quarterly or however often we, we get to create them experiences uh, in our little Kyle Megan bubble. Like, I love that. Yeah, and it's funny <clears throat> or it's fun to shift from the partnership that we had into this new partnership in a way where it feels aligned, where the the focus becomes like co-creation of, mm -hmm. and we can talk about what we're what we're talking about co-creating together, um, for the Amory community and and yeah, also co-creating experiences and adventures and spending time in different communities and learning and and yeah, I think that's that feels really aligned and we don't have to to worry as much about the day to day stuff for each other. You know, we yeah. have we have other partners for that and. Yeah, there's there's like that relief, that change, that grieving, but also that excitement for, okay, what like what do we want to create? What do mm -hmm. we? What are the things that really, you know, we we walked through like looking at pictures of the past, and there's so many adventures and so many experiences, fifteen countries that we've been together, and we've lived in different places and been in different cultures, and yeah, we've we've really grown and experienced so much together and mm -hmm. we want to keep that going. Yeah. And it's like coming back to the things that are really important that are, I call them sacred and let's, let's nurture, let's nurture them. Let's water them. Let's keep, like keep them uh, at a frequency that works for us and, and then like release some of the other stuff and, and see how we feel. That's yeah. all we could do. That's the next step and check in with each other. Be really, emotionally current and yeah just take it one step at a time we, we, we live in the present <laughs> yes i realize i need to add something that is not part of the story yet that mm. is a big factor too and that is i i met someone in costa rica two weeks before you left um just casually and in that person i've been in touch with and i think that that brought up some stuff <laughs> yeah. before you came here mm -hmm. um and i'm uh, yeah, what am I learning through this? Uh, I'm excited, and I'm like, say that question, Lee. <laughs> am I? Am I excited? I'm <laughs> am totally I excited. To be excited? Yeah. I am. That's. Yeah. I'm trying to make room for all these emotions. Mm. I'm totally allowed to be excited, and I think you and I talking about this over the last couple of days has given me room for that. And it's also an opportunity for me to look at the patterns that I like, some that I'm okay with, and then some I I really want to be conscious about not recreating. And I think I was a little bit at risk of definitely at risk of you leaving and going like, okay, cool. I'm going to, Kyle's gone. I'm going to, I got a new person I can focus on here. And just like transfer, replace. The dreaded R word. The dreaded R word. And yeah, I know that that is a fear for you. I think yeah. it is a real risk with me knowing my, myself. Um, so I'm really being intentional and conscious and watching myself and watching and communicating with this new person. I'm like, okay, I know my pattern here. I'm really trying to be conscious of it and not emotionally leaning on this person and really making sure that as I get to know him, that it's like, it's more pure. Like, okay, I'm getting to know this person and I'm not like transferring all the pain that I'm experiencing with you and being like, ah, I'm going to dump it on this new person and use that as a way of kind of trauma bonding through a new mm. person. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to do that. I won't do that. So it's requiring a lot more effort on my part. Um, and I, and I love it. It's great. I'm really, 
I'm really grateful for this opportunity. I mean, and... I'm seeing you, yeah, go to a next, the next level of, of that awareness, of that consciousness, of, of connecting, and yeah, not, not avoiding that connection because there's risk, because there's always risk, mm -hmm. but, but not going, you know, unconsciously through all of the stop signs of like, well, you know, what are the other factors that are happening here? And I think, you know, we, we talk about the multidimensional component of, of everything. And we talk about the binary kind of illusion. And it's, you know, we could tell these stories that like, it's just you trauma bonding, or it's just you, you know, connecting with someone and it's pure and it's great, but it's, it's all of that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's so much of both. And can we be with that? Can we be with all of that and not like for me not to use that against you, the, mm. the parts that are negative and for you not to, to blindly go just under the positive and, and ignore those other parts. Like yeah. I see you going to that next level, which is holding both, holding many and, that's how I want to relate because it's truthful. It's more truthful mm -hmm. to say it's this and it's this, and and I, I'm not not making us or not allowing us to blame for the things that we could just pick out and cherry pick and say that's what what the story is mm. and that's only the story because mm -hmm. it's not just that. No, you're right. There's like five million stories <laughs> happening at once. Yeah, and it's nice yeah. to share it. It's nice to be honest and and sit with all of that and. I think our relationships would be healthier if we could communicate this, that mm -hmm. there are these things that exist that are like our motivations are, you know, not always pure. They're not yeah. there. Sometimes they're like trying to create safety. They're trying to grab, you know, into, yeah, grab safety, um, grab certainty. Just we just have to recognize it because yeah. it, we can't really get rid of that. We're wired that way. <laughs> right. Our nervous systems are constantly scanning and give and alerting us am i safe am i safe am i safe am i safe it is we are wired that way and i think that peace knowing that and actually observing my own behavior so you know we talk about attachment theory we've talked about that before i'm kind of using an adapted version of that to just look at my behaviors and asking myself is this behavior avoidant is this behavior controlling or am i trying to force something uh, because the only two reasons that that, or the only reason that those two behaviors would come up is that I'm not feeling safe or I'm trying to control or I'm trying to avoid something. Uh, otherwise, I would just be with what is, you know, on a moment to moment basis. If we're feeling safe, we're just like, well, whatever, life arises or unfolds or emerges and we're just with whatever is there, right? It's when we get that, you know, that biological, I'm not safe feeling <laughs> that we go to either push away or grip and control. And those are, it's just acknowledging that and going, oh, look at, I'm, I'm doing this. Um, already, I've started to notice places where I avoid and, or I control and I'm like, oh, I'm not safe. Okay. How do I create safety in this moment? Is it actually, am I actually unsafe? Is this connected to the past? I, am I afraid that a, a need I have is not going to be met? Am I afraid that the same thing that caused pain before is going to cause pain again? You know, it's just like sitting with all this. And it's hard, it's hard work. And yeah. now that I have this filter, I'm like, oh my God, how many times during my day does this happen in small ways and big? But it's been a really big practice. Actually, this is one of the practices that I'm doing with my six month um, program groups. Mm. And it's really, I'm really, really grateful to have that container of amazing human beings from 
truly all over the world in you know different different hemispheres different continents and we're in this inquiry and so i feel like i've created my community you know you talk about your community being in oregon and i realize the power of my virtual community is really special to me it's it is huge that along with a, a women's group that i'm a part of it's we need these things right we need our connections and our attachments to people that are safe and solid yeah yeah. yeah where do we go from this i realize um so you mentioned we're gonna keep creating mm -hmm. and uh yeah it hit me i don't know i think i was still in costa rica where i'm like hey i want to create with you i'm doing another polycurious group or something of the sorts it might not be called that um but a, another six week group where we explore the toolkit of polyamory you know what is what does this relationship structure bring to us how is it a learning path and it could be for people that are um, just starting out and curious about polyamory. It could be from people, people that have participated and been practicing this and want to connect with other people going through it. Uh, I think the exciting part for me is to know that you and I are going to lead this together and we haven't done a program like that together. And I think it's perfect because we are literally practicing the skills um, that are, that's allowing us to keep our love and our relationship uh, alive while we go through these changes and transitions. So I feel like the energy and the bubble that we are holding is really beautiful and we are continuing to be vulnerable and share our experiences while we invite other people in into this journey, into this um, learning. And it's a really palpably powerful place. That was a very, I did not intend that alliteration, but <laughs> yeah, that's what's alive for me. How does it, how does it feel for you? I'm really excited about it in many ways. You know, one of the one of the resources that I found myself benefiting from in the last few weeks was uh, or is Kate Lurie's book, Open Deeply. And, you know, I met Kate at the retreat mm -hmm. last year and she just hit me with some real solid wisdom mm. truths that were like that really stuck with me. And so I found myself, you know, in this in this kind of challenge dark space and needing resources, needing people in my life. And, and, you know, her book was one of them. And, you know, she, she talks about, um, oh God, I'm starting to forget it, but she, yeah, I think she's, I totally just, mm, it'll come back yeah. until you put yourself on the spot. <laughs> oh, I think, um, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, she, so sorry, there it is. So secure attachment is this like mysterious thing to me like what the heck is that like we have a word for it but what mm -hmm. is it but she talks about secure attachment practices and to me a secure attachment practice is me and you literally running this program mm -hmm. right and that's kind of the the mm. meta thing which is like oh yeah we desire to create together we desire to 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 create a reason and a structure for us to be together in our energies and to share what we love sharing with the world and and supporting other people and helping other people and i think it's a secure attachment practice Ooh. for us to do this and just like recording this this just is like part of our practice yeah just like recording this just like having a fun adventure trip mm -hmm. you know and and i think we need these secure attachment practices. We have stuff we do every day, you know, with messaging, no matter mm -hmm. where we are in the world with each other. Um, for together, it's touch, it's, mm -hmm. you know, different things. So yeah, just understanding more about secure attachment practices and knowing like, oh yeah, like that's been something that 
I need with you and I need to be consciously creating when especially when we're apart because that's my my fear is like that we will lose those practices mm -hmm. and um, and then you know seek them elsewhere and I, I want I want to really build on the things that we're strong in and this is this is one of them and mm. yeah I invite people to join us because yeah it doesn't matter if you just started uh, an open relationship or you've been doing it for years there there's so many tools that I continue to find uh, parts of my story that I work on integrating and yeah I think that's the space that that we just create naturally is yeah. like where are you and what do you what do you need what are you feeling what are what are you challenged by what's working for you how do you continue to build on that and and just supporting people in that because this is an incredible learning path if you choose it and and it can and, be really hard and having a group and a community to do it with is a necessity it's not even like a nice to have it's no. like a pure necessity and i see the power i've always loved group work i feel like there's something that is Get, that gets created when people come together in a safe container. And I love it. It's magical to me. I, I still sit back and look at the group programs and see what connections and have been created and how safe people feel to to do the, the thing that I was just talking about, you know, of admitting how we are and how we aren't and feeling <clears throat> feeling safe voicing a new part of us or letting go of certain things or witnessing someone else in their pain and their struggle is is like witnessing yourself and it's beautiful and magical i'm so excited to create this with you kyle i really am and i'm i'm okay and i think my edge would be um continuing to share my pain body and my uh, my pain points and make room for those and allow that to be a part of the the practice you know, the weekly practice of, hey, here's what, here's the shit that I just got to get out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What did you, what did you say to me yesterday? You were like, can this mm -hmm. be a part of our new agreement? It was yeah. something about just sharing your truth, yeah. sharing it. And oh yeah, because I realize I don't share my truth when I think it's going to hurt someone. Mm. I just hold it back. And I, and I understand I've done that for good reason. Like I understand my heart's like, oh, I don't want to hurt anyone. But I, what the myth that I realize I busted is that it is, it is impossible to relate in love without hurting someone, you know, intentionally, uninten generally, unintentionally. Um, but I think that, that that desire of not wanting to share my truth if it caused pain is not serving me. I think what I have done and what I will continue to do is build my muscle of being with someone else's pain, even knowing that I've caused it. And I think that that's why our relationship has been so impactful. For us, because the nature of our relating is I am I am in your life, you love me, I love you, and I am I am literally causing you pain or I was causing you pain by not being able to meet certain needs. So it's like, you know, sitting with this myth that was impossible to live up to. And I think it feels freeing to be like, oh, I can share my truth and it's okay if that causes pain and I can be present and not have to withdraw my love if I witness that pain. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the yeah. light part of me is like, I want to joke around with this too. You know, I want to be able <laughs> to, to, yeah, to be like, okay, Megan, don't take yourself so seriously. Just like say <laughs> your truth, let it land and be okay with it. And that's a whole new, that's a whole new aspect. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just really proud of us. Like I'm, I'm really proud of us because, you know, our, our, we call our love crazy love <laughs> and it is crazy. We, because it's gone outside the norms, it's gone outside the boundaries, it's gone outside the rules, it's challenged everything, and it's challenged us to mm -hmm. to expand 
and to hold more, you know, hold more, more love, more pain, more discomfort, more excitement. It's, it is expanding us if we allow it. And I think that's been the, the journey is that we know this love is, is, I believe it's for this lifetime mm -hmm. and maybe more, but, um, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've chosen to, to look at it in this way. And, and I think that's been made all the difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm proud of us that we have done this as consciously as we can. And we continue to look at like, that's our intention is to be conscious with each other and, and let, let go of what it has to look like yeah. or what it, you know, how we have, what, what vocabulary we use to describe it because it, it can't, it's crazy love. That's it. <laughs> it that's really the best is. word we got for it. <laughs> it really is crazy love. And I, I think about, I think the past is a, a good indicator of what we're capable of. You know, so many times in our relationship, there have been these moments where it's like, I have no idea if this is going to continue. Like, whoa, I'm, you know, you traveled early on in our relationship for two months. And then I, Marty and I decided that we were going to sell the house and travel around the world. And there's been so many question mark moments of how does this work? You know, you left when we were still locked down in New Zealand to travel and we didn't know when or where we were going to meet up again. So we've sat with a, a level of uncertainty and I actually feel like this is the most certain we've been. It's like our yeah. love is. Yeah. It just is. We've survived the, those things yeah. that those feel harder. Yeah. Know, because yeah. we we didn't have yeah, we didn't have what we have now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the stability of a more mature relationship and seeing it really for the long term. I think going for long term uh gains, gratification, I think, and realizing the short term, this is how it looks. You're living in Oregon and you're gonna be testing out a new relationship and uh that's how like this chapter is. So welcome to the next chapter. Kyle. Yeah, and stay tuned for whatever <laughs> comes next because I, I think it's going to be really incredible. Oh, and we will be in Costa Rica together in, yep. for the retreat. So that, um, that is feeling so good. And you're going to lead um, some men's work and I'm going to lead some women's conversations. And, uh, and then bringing the energies together, I think, is so, so, so powerful. I really mm. do. I'm so excited for that, along with the co-host. And I haven't met her in person um, yet, which is unbelievable to me because I feel like yeah. she is a soul sister, Jolie Hamilton, and her part partner, Ken. Oh, my God. I can't wait to give her a big old hug. And I feel like her energy and what she holds and what she's bringing to the retreat, it is, I'm, this is leveled up. Like, this is, I think it's already half sold. So, people, if you want to join us in Costa Rica in November, mm. please, please, please reach out. Um yeah, I'm really excited for these in-person opportunities to catalyze our learning together, to bring people into this this safe container, to allow for certain things to come up, to break down, to be in community, to explore, um, to do some incredible somatic experiences, and then some really incredible, powerful group work and everything in between, you know, some play. Gotta go out on the catamaran, gotta feel the Costa Rican sun. <laughs> Maybe you'll actually be missing it by then. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, just missing the sun of Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll need to warm up. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there for sure. Yeah. No, no doubt. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Kyle. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for this relationship and everything that has challenged me to learn. I'm so grateful for whatever's next, this great unfolding. I love our crazy love. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, all, all of our Amory friends that have witnessed us on this journey you give us reason to reflect at this level and i think it's it's really meaningful for me so thank you for being a part of our 
crazy love disconnected <laughs> worldwide mycelium network of humanity. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye.